0: You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill. And this is the Right Songs You Love podcast. Jeez. Today, I'm feeling things. And I just wanted to share because this is like real time and raw. And uh, yeah, it, the intro of this show, this podcast, asks that question, you know, like, what is that thing when a when a noisy room hushes down and really focuses in. Uh, like, what is that that—that magic that happens in, is it the songwriting? Is it—is it the delivery of the song? Is it just, who knows, you know? Like, is it from the sense of a performer? Is it just really being connected and committed to what they're saying and and how they're singing it? Lots of cool things to explore there. But anyway, I'm just gonna start off by saying last night, I played a show at a at a brewery in in my hometown here in Kelowna, BC, and I the night was one of my favorites, one of my favorites structurally to to perform in, which is a singer songwriter in the round. So it's usually a small group of songwriters. Last night was three that are all up on stage at the same time, and they just exchange songs. So. First person goes, tells a story, plays their tune. Next person goes, third person goes, and then it just goes in rounds like that. So the thing I like about that the most is there's this really cool internal story that just forms. And I think that it can go a lot of different ways, but I think when songwriters are really dialed into each other and if you've seen this, if you're not a songwriter, if you're listening to this and just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. It, you've watched shows like that where you're getting to see people on stage that probably haven't played on the same in the same space with each other before, or just it's not rehearsed. And, and essentially everyone's doing their own thing in a way. But a cool thing of what happens as a byproduct is when everybody really listens to each other and they play off of each other and integrate each other's stories and actually even jam together or contribute in the performance, that's when it goes next level, something really special happens in that space. And you can be a catalyst for that. That is something you can do and, and you can make happen. It's not just it just happens or it doesn't. It's it all comes from listening to each other. And just having that agreement that you're there to kind of support each other and make it the best as it's possibly going to be. But anyway, that's why I love those nights so much is you never know what's going to happen. So you get kind of thrown off guard in a good way. You get out of your habits or your routines of what maybe you would normally do. And maybe have to think about something a little differently or tell tell a story to your song in a different way because the person before you prompted it and such, that just feels right to do it. And I think when you can just accept and go with the flow, it is one of the most engaging, focusing, dialing in kind of things you can do. And I, in some ways will admit, like I think I'd forgotten what happens when, that, when you do that or when you commit to doing that. With COVID over the last number of years, it's been a long time since I've performed like that. I've performed a few, like a handful of times over the last year, more at like weddings or just kind of one-off parties or things like that, where it's not necess- It's not a focal thing with my music. I'm just there kind of providing a vibe and an experience. and which is great, and I do enjoy doing that. But yeah, to go into a room where people are really there just to listen to to your stories and your songs and do so in a focused way is really special. And so I didn't realize, like, it's been a long time since I've done something like that. So to be there last night, to go into something like that was exciting, but it's also, I just felt a bit rusty. And, And to be honest, just to be like, totally transparent too, over the last few months, I've had a lot of struggle with my shoulder, my shoulder, my right shoulder has been really giving me some trouble. And I, a lot of it, I've just associated with doing a lot more work on the computer and a lot more recording and producing for people and myself, that it's just this like (laughs) computer slouch, mouse hours we spend editing and doing the stuff which is all well and great, but it actually takes a toll. And I I think that's a big part of it, but I've been trying to get it treated with, with Cairo and massage and a variety of things. But it, it, it was really hard to tell if it was making any kind of progress. And then last week, mid last week, it just felt like it hit an all time crappy zone and it was just burning so much that I couldn't sleep and are trying to find different ways to to sleep just made it worse. And I just, it started affecting my sleep over a number of days. And I felt overall my head, my ability to focus was just lower and slower. And I just couldn't keep up at a rate with the work that I had to feel like I was making progress in a timely way, which then made me feel overwhelmed. And I was just getting stressed (sighs) anyway. All of this to say too, and thinking like this show that I had agreed to be a part of, which was with the two other artists, Dan Tate and Sally Wallach, are are two awesome, awesome songwriters who I just deeply respect and I was so looking forward to being a part of the show with. I started having thoughts about like, I don't know if my arm is well enough for me to even be able to play this show. Like I it's in a state where I can't actually lift my arm above the body of my guitar to play it as I normally would, it just hurts. So I started thinking, well, what else could I do? Like, If I if I could show you, <laughs> this isn't on video, but you have to use your imagination. I always had like a lower chair and a really <laughs> wide leg stance and I would put my guitar like in between in between my legs over and like far like near the end of my knee and so i could hold it out and like rest my right arm on the guitar so it could relax and i was (laughs) playing out in this position that just kind of looked ridiculous but it's the only thing i could do to to really feel comfortable to maybe make it work And I thought, well, you know, worst case scenario, I've got some acapella songs and I can tell some stories or maybe, you know, invite the other two to make a groove and maybe I could do something improvised, just trying to think of ways that I could still show up for that show if even if I could not hold a guitar. But anyway, I just tried to figure out a position that might work and said, all right, let's try it out. So as I was practicing getting ready for this show, it's like... (laughs) Tuning up my guitar and bang, the string breaks. I'm just like, what is happening? So now I'm having to like redo, re, re-string my guitar, and it's just with my arm the way it is, not the most comfortable of things. But figured out a way to do it. And I'm practicing in my sound system, and it's like battery dies. <laughs> so like all of these things are happening like one after the other. I'm just thinking, are these signs? You know, like is this telling me that I'm just really not supposed to be performing right now. And who knows for how long? And I was just feeling more down in the dumps about it. So anyway, I pulled the battery out of one of my other guitars and it still had lots of juice in it. So I'm like, okay, good. That's a good sign. We're going. So I'm getting ready, get my bag and everything ready to go. And I'm about to head out and I'm just going to the kitchen to grab a glass of water. And I just lightly bump my arm on a chair that's in the kitchen. And it just shot this huge shooting pain down my arm, and I was just cursing loudly <laughs> in in the kitchen. And uh, uh, again, it's just one of these symbols where I'm just like, "This is just not good. I don't know what to do right now." But it, it dissipated very quickly, and and I yeah, I just I took a ibuprofen just to like calm it down a little bit. And thought, well, again, I'm just gonna go see and see what happens, see what I can make the most of. So as I'm driving to the show, I start feeling I'm this like, I don't usually get nervous anymore for shows, right? I haven't when I was doing shows often. And I've just been sharing this with some of the groups I've been working with lately is, I've actually found performing sometimes to be the opposite effect of like, that's actually become kind of a calming space for me to be. And it's weird to think about that because usually it's the opposite way of just having, you know, it's often more common to have anxious feelings or people tell me that that's like performing just does that, scares me, brings up all this kind of discomfort. But I don't know, I had kind of forgotten that the stage had become kind of a relaxing place for me. And I, I was thinking more about, ugh, I, I don't know how I'm gonna actually make this performance happen in a way like I'm sitting very, very differently and very, you know, uncomfortably. And just doing something like that, it just makes your brain fire differently. Like I, I, I know in the past, it, it, that kind of thing has made me forget lyrics or just like really not be in the zone. So I was projecting on myself that I was gonna have a whole bunch of anxiety or just nervousness going into this performance. And so I get into there, into the venue, and I'm up on stage and just doing sound check with with the other songwriters and the technician. And I just kind of noticed. I just felt like, huh, this feels fine. This feels actually really good. And it was, I guess, I just didn't even think about it. But I didn't, I didn't notice my arm so much. I was conscious enough to be putting it in a position where it was comfortable to play. But once it was there, I, I just seemed to kind of just think more about the music and just connecting with these other songwriters. Anyhow, the funniest thing about last night was, as this started, and this is the cool thing about, like I would mentioned about the songwriter and the round, it was just like every every moment just actually just felt like so much ease. and And this venue, It's a brewery and it's a big brewery and they really support music and the big shout out to Redbird Brewery. It was just such a cool experience in the venue that they've created for music is awesome. But it is big and it is boisterous and loud and there's people eating and conversing and having beers and all the things. And I, I watched this night the week previous just to see what it would be like for what I was getting into. And I was just thinking, okay, have kind of a feeling of the kinds of songs i would play but overall was just feeling like it was going to be loud and not that they're not appreciative like they cheer big when the songs are done but just the talking volume of the audience is at a you seemed that would be at a level where you couldn't really hear so much of what the songwriters are saying or just be very difficult because it was competing but yeah from the start of this night like it was a really good crowd like really big crowd relatively for the space. And all three of us, the songwriters that were there, I think just really dropped into each other. And it was pretty magical. It was awesome to see throughout the whole night, like right from the beginning. And I I felt really good. I think it was just for this moment. I'm like, I don't feel my arm. I feel like myself. And I could just be how how I like to be on stage, which is just really silly and playful and trying to get people experiencing the show and participating in the show and just singing and doing something or just having to answer some questions or just poke at some have fun and yeah all of us the songwriters just really i think unlocked each other in a really cool way where we were listening to each other all the way through and jamming and harmonizing and just blinking stories and just laughing and doing goofy things that it uh yeah the crowd was quiet Like, really, really, really quiet for for pretty much the entire night and just super dialed in and very responsive. And it was really, really magical. And an hour and a half went by really quick. And it just felt so, every second just felt so engaged. And I just, I didn't realize until afterwards that I was like, wow. I just went into this time warp and, and there was an open mic that went after. Where actually, uh, Ostella, who who's been on the podcast earlier, she's actually in Kelowna now. She's made it from the coastal British Columbia over in- inland now. And is, yeah, I got to see her and she came out to this event and I had her come up on stage and share a song. And it was just so awesome to hear about her journey. So stuff like that was happening and and another really good friend songwriter, Lisa Dunn, was there, and she I backed her up on some songs, and it was just really nice to have that experience with music and other musicians in a space like that with really awesome, enthusiastic people there to just enjoy it all and i yeah i I went like six hours without looking at my phone at all, and when I got out of there, I just felt huh. Not one moment did I feel my arm. I had zero pain through any of that experience and I just didn't think about it. And I haven't had that feeling in months. And I woke up this morning, just feeling like a little bit more mobile in my arm. Like it's, there's still pain there for sure. It's not by all means cured, but what a difference all of a sudden that, I have in my arm right now, and I'm kind of in disbelief, but also just in awe of whatever happened last night, whatever number of factors has gone into this, it just really showed me that, wow, I really need to make this a priority. Getting into that performance space more regularly is not like it's kind of a nice to, but like this is actually, I think, a really important thing for the health of my body, and wow. So anyway, I just wanted to share that cuz I've just been marveling at at the experience and just how powerful that was, but also to just encourage you anyone listening whether you're a performer or a songwriter or not to just take stock of what's what's happening in your body and is there is there something kind of going on that maybe just needs to be released in a certain way and like I used to be a personal trainer, like exercise and that kind of thing is often what people would recommend. But performing in that way and exchanging stories on a social level and just having that whole community kind of really dialed in experience is another thing. And I think that's just one thing that I've always been a fan of and I've always loved to orchestrate and be a part of, but I don't think I realized how like necessity it is for me to like channel that kind of energy and I think it's actually is literally affecting my arm and like just the state of my arm. So, if there's something like that for you, if you have some kind of ailment or going on right now, someone said this to me a couple of weeks ago is like, is there any chance that any of this could be like psychological? Is there anything that you're really stressed about that it might be linked to? So, yeah, I just wanted to share this story as a way to be a reminder to take inventory on yourself like someone said to me and just to explore like what what might help Sierra Baird was on on the podcast uh, a week or so ago she brought up that a lot of great questions if you haven't heard that episode go back and listen to that it was amazing the numb you know what we do to kind of like numb or nurture ourselves is a really interesting question to take stock of and i've been sitting with that one a lot and so it's it's led to me thinking about this differently anyway i'm just kind of ranting today but i'm actually still in like just a, a bit of disbelief and just gratitude as well for what what the performance experience can be and that uh, as i was saying to to somebody in in one of the groups that i'm running right now called perform songs you love is that you know, what if you flip the question? What if performing wasn't this thing that is the big terrifying experience that it's always made out to be? It's like, what if that was actually the release? What if that's the Zen, you know, place that you can go to just like let out whatever's gotta let out in the way that you can best show up in the moment and just be honest and, you know, yeah. I guess that's the best way I could say it. Just be honest with yourself and the people who are around you in that moment because that's a pretty special place to be if you can defuse everything else that's going on in your life or at least some parts of it that way that what better way to be sharing you know like your your deepest songs your most connected songs with people who want to hear them in a way where you feel just as truthful as you can be i think that's that secret mojo i was talking about at the beginning of the show that that's how you get it i think that's that's where it comes from and there's no formula other than just allowing yourself permission to do that so that's what i got i uh i think it was the last podcast i put my song called on your own at the end of the show and i'm i'm gonna do it again because i feel like it's just a message I need to hear right now is the whole point of that song is you know we don't do anything on our own (laughs) when I think we acknowledge that support and help is what really gets us through then uh that's just a good reminder to to go out and seek it more often and to allow yourself that ability to well I should say remove the burden of feeling like you have to do everything on your own all the time and you have to do all the work and do it all the time and harder work is always the best answer and blah 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 anyway that song i just feel i need to hear more and i've heard from a few of you that you've appreciated hearing it lately too so hope it helps again always appreciate you spending your time here and and sharing your thoughts like like you have been really enjoying the the feedback i've been getting on the last posts uh, particularly Has been really special so thanks for sharing it's uh, it means a lot that you do and that you listen and spend your time here so there you go feels good feels good to share that with you so i wish you a great rest of your day night week and look forward to some more fun and pretty epic uh interviews coming up soon all right take care
1: Child in a hurry to get older, you couldn't wait to bust out of your stroller and get on the road. It wasn't very long before you started walking, fell a bunch of times, but your parents they caught you, and all you remember is that you did it. On your own That you did it all your own That you did it all Alone And you felt so proud Thinking that you did it On your own You grew up pretty fast On your way to make your fortune Lots of lessons, lots of people told you that if you're going to make it, you better make it on your own. So you killed yourself to prove that you were better. Pushed every button, pulled every lever, all so you could say you did it on your own. That you did it all on your own and That you did it all alone And you burned a lot of bridges Saying that you did it on your own Well, you wanted all the credit You did anything to get it sold Into your soul To save a little pride. Gutters. And without the help of others, you be all on your own, all alone. Without the help of others, you'll be sitting there on your own. Nobody does it all there alone Nobody does it all alone Without the help of us You'd be sitting there on your own Without your mother and your father You'd be standing there all alone Without your brother and your sister, all your teachers and your cousins, all the strangers on your journey, who became your friends and mothers, you're all in this together, nobody does it on their own.